Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. Our guest today, I mean, this guy does it all, Andy Anderson. He's a WBFF pro. He's a CEO and founder of Ultimate U. He's an author of The Ultimate You. You can grab your copy of that book in the show notes below. He's also the host of the of Relentless Entrepreneurs podcast, um, which you guys should check out as well. Again, the links to all of Andy's socials and, and website and the podcast and whatnot will be in the show notes below. But our conversation was um, was extremely enjoyable and, and full of value. Um, anyone who knows Andy, he is full of positivity, he has so much value to offer um, and, and he definitely did that in our conversation today. So a big thank you to him for joining us. I'd love for you guys to get around all of his content and, and whatnot in the social, in the show notes as I've mentioned. But a big thank you for tuning in. I really do appreciate everyone who listens to the podcast and um, I hope you take plenty away from today's show and if you do, we'd love for you to take a screenshot of the episode, post it up on Instagram story for us, tag myself tag Andy as well. We'd love to hear your feedback. Um, hope you're having a fantastic day and that you enjoy this conversation with Andy. Andy, welcome to the podcast, mate. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on. It's good to see your face. Thank you, my man. Appreciate it. How's things, man? How's things up in uh, up in sunny Queensland? I think I'm sure it's it's much better than what it is down here in Victoria. Yeah, well, look, bro, as you know, Queensland is a beautiful part of the world and, uh, and Gold Coast, is it's epic. It's beautiful up here. We've, we've had lockdowns as well, but you know, nothing compared to, to Victoria. So, um, so yeah, I'm feeling for everybody in Victoria big time right now. But, uh, but GC's all right. 100%, man. Look, now, you've, uh, you've, uh, you've been successful in many different areas, whether it be, you know, publishing books. Obviously, you've got your pro card in the WBFF um, business all, all over the shop, mate. You've got your own podcast. You're everywhere. How do you start your day? It's a question that I love to, to ask the guests that I have on the show. And, um, you know, for some people, it's super important. For others, it's not. For me, it's something that I find, um, you know, it's just non-negotiable. The way I start my day is it sets me up for either a successful day or an unproductive and shitty one. So what does the start of your day look like, man? Yeah, yeah, dude, I completely agree. I think it's the most important part of the day. And, um, and I've had a ritual for a very long time. And basically, I get up straight away and... Uh, and of course, I take a moment to just do a bit of breathing, center myself, um, and I basically go straight into to goal setting and, and vision. And so I think it's really important for me specifically because there's just so many distractions, so many things pulling me in different areas. I have to make sure that I remember who the fuck I am and, and what I'm here to do mm. uh, because it's very easy, especially now with everything going on in the world, to be... Uh, distracted and torn and thrown and, and forget, yeah. you know, who you are and what you stand for. So I go into my goal setting. I go into my vision, tap into vision board as well, just to get a bit more inspiration happening too. Um, and then I also review a bit of a code. So like a personal code of who I need to be daily, just to remind myself of those traits. Um, and then of course I get into my workout. So I always do a, a work, workout first thing in the morning as well. Fantastic. I think um, I think particularly in times like this, and you know, we won't spend too much time in our chat today. You know, dwelling and talking uh, about the lockdowns and whatnot, because I think um, safe to say that everyone's sick of hearing about it. But um, I think times like this is super important for you know 
people to to lead you know lead from the front and and i guess you know as they say like tough times and through adversity like real leaders kind of stand up so as well as making sure i think the first thing that's super important is obviously making sure that you're that you're doing okay and that you're um, very clear about what your your intentions are for the day and the week and whatever it may be but after that it can be super important to to lead others as well so is there anything you're doing particularly for staff or even those that follow you your audience and 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 people like that that uh, that that you're doing to to lead from the front. Absolutely, man. Well, number one, it's just appreciating everyone's point of view. Firstly, I mean, everyone's going through something different right now, on, in so many different levels and different ways, mm. more than I've ever seen before. And I, I mean, I've spent my whole life helping people um, with mindset and with fitness, and you know, as you do, mate. So it's just you, you often deal with people and where they're at in in, in you know emotionally and. Um, and physically, but right now I'm seeing so many different extremes. Mm. And so, first and foremost, I, I just go in with empathy and uh, a bit of a a bit of respect in regards to their point of view and their view of the world. Um, and and I always look for the sameness right now as well, because you know I'm, I mean I, I've got strong views on what's happening. I'm copying shit left, right, and center. And yeah. um, but I also you know although that makes me you know, can make me angry, I also look at everyone and think, you know, everyone wants the same thing right now. They want to be safe. They want to, they want others to be safe. They want yeah. things to get back to normal. So if we can connect on those, the sameness and, and on the same level, it's such a good way to, uh, I guess, to just get over yourself and get over the emotional side of what's happening and, and move forward in a positive direction. So, you know, that's, that's my initial approach. But First thing is I check in with my, my team every day. You know, we have our team meetings still every single day, making sure that, you know, they're busy, that they're doing their rituals as well, that their yep. mindset's on point. Um, you know, of course, I've got a lot of people messaging me every single day on, on social media, et cetera, and I do my best to respond and, uh, and, and give my views and thoughts and, and hopefully some, uh, some positive energy as well. And so I think it's just important to look at who's in your circle and, um, and also my close friends and family, checking in with them and making yeah. sure they're okay. It's really just communication, man. Communication and, uh, and doing the best with what you can. Yeah. All right, guys. Before we get stuck into today's episode, I want to thank the major sponsor of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast, Unify Health Supplements. Unify have the highest quality ingredients on the market along with the best tasting products. You guys can head to unifyactive.com and use the code DJK10 to get 10% off all products on the website. So that's DJK10 at unifyactive.com to save 10% on all products with Unify Health Supplements. Let's get stuck into the show. 100% 100% and I know you touched on it. I've seen it um, on your on your socials in the last few days in particular. Like it can be super tough when you when you do have something to say or you want to kind of speak your voice and, and there's a lot of people that necessarily don't don't necessarily agree or, or, or may not may not like to to hear or see what they're hearing and seeing. Um, but it, in saying that it is super important, I think, in times like this that that if you are a leader that you you have to disregard that and speak your mind and, and speak what you, you actually believe in, which you're doing an incredible job of mm. the path that you're on now, obviously, you know, um, all over your mindfulness, all over the business side of things, your health, um, mental and physical. Is this, um, is this the Andy, um, that that's always been there? Or is it, you always on this path or is there, there a certain, um, event or a certain part of your life that really pushed you down the right path, um, to, to kind of lead you to where you are today? 
Well, I mean, I've always been driven to, to a certain degree in different areas. If I'm passionate about something, I'm all in and, and get obsessive about it and, and go for it. Yeah. But I, I think that the path of self-improvement and health and, and fitness, it was a, a combination of knowing what I really didn't want and then, of course, starting to cultivate a vision of what I, what I did want. And, mm. you know, I, I, I grew up in Ballarat, small town, went through my phase of fighting, drinking, drugs, all, that, all those sorts of things. Um, you know, I, my dad suffered from depression. My brother committed suicide. I saw a lot of what I definitely did not want to end up like and, and be like and live my life like. And I, I also just had a, this internal yearning for more, that I wanted to do more, be more. I wasn't satisfied with um, just being a chippy and getting on the piss and eating shitty yeah. food and whatever. I just knew I had something more to give. And that's sort of what called me to this line of work. Yeah. Um, initially, it was a bit selfish because I loved training and I wanted to just look ripped and yeah. get healthy. <laughs> and then when I did that, I was like, holy shit, this is so powerful. I feel amazing. I want to share this with people. I want to share it with my family and friends. And once I started sharing with people and saw that they were getting results, I, I knew that this was something that, I, that I'd always do in some capacity, you know. So that's what really sort of set me on this journey. 100%. And, you know, obviously with, with platforms like the podcast and, and even the book and whatnot, that's a, a fantastic way to be able to deliver that message and share your own journey and share your message with, with many people. What has the response been like, particularly with, with the book in regards to what you've been able to share with everyone? Man, the response has been great. I mean, it, it inspires a lot of people. It's, um, it's, been, it's been powerful in a lot of different ways. Mm. And, uh, and I look, it's, it's one of the, the greatest gifts when you're getting a random message from someone mm. you've never met before. It could be in a different state or a different country and they're like, your book changed my life or your book's really impacted me. Or, I mean, it, it's, it's a, such a big buzz. So, you know, for me, from a selfish level, I love that. I love helping people in that way and, and it's you know, a bit of a trip when people sort of recognize that and it helps them. Yeah. Um, but I think that, you know, people need inspiration and people need to know that it doesn't matter where you have been and where you start from, you know, your, your past does not dictate your future. And I think it, stories like ours and mine and others, you know, it's so good to share. So I think, you know, not only for myself, but anyone who has a story should share it because yeah. that story will inspire someone. And I mean, this is why you do your podcast, I'm assuming, yeah. and why I do mine as well. Some of the people I've interviewed, it's just, it's crazy. It really, really helps people. Like, you know, people that have been in prison and people that have had this happen and that happen and everyone can relate to someone and someone yeah. needs that inspiration somewhere. 100%. And, you know, you touched on a really good point there. It's, and for those that are listening and, you know, what Andy just touched on in terms of everyone has a story. I think sometimes people almost undermine their story, like think that their story is not special or they see something online and go, well, mine doesn't compare to that. But, but everyone's story really is important. It can impact everyone. And I'm sure you're the same. Like every time I put out a bit of content, whether it is the podcast, whether it's social media or an email or whatever, it's if I can impact just one person, mm -hmm. like one person, it's, it's, I've done my job and, you know, I often, I often talk to people, particularly like new trainers and, and, and stuff like that, that ask me around things like, you know, how can they grow their podcast or their social media and whatnot? It's like, you've got someone who has 500 followers on Instagram. Imagine standing in a room with 500 people and telling them 
delivering the message you want to deliver. And when you put it in that perspective, like you can impact so many people. Mm-hmm. What's uh, what like what for you? What is the goal like with the podcast, with the book, with your business, and mm-hmm. continuing to to better yourself? You know, day in day out. Like, what is the ultimate goal for you? Mm-hmm. Look, it's a. I mean, it's a big question because so, I think there's. A, there's sort of multiple goals and angles. Number one, I, I it's a passion. Like I love, yeah. I'm sure you love it as well. I love, I'm, I'm so curious about people and I get really interested to just understand their psychology and their behavior and their belief patterns and values yeah. and why they do what they do. So with the podcast and even, you know, with, with all of my businesses, they're all people businesses, you know? Yeah. So I'm, I've got a passion for understanding people, helping people, moving people forward. So, I mean, look, at the end of the day, it, it is about helping people. It's about helping myself evolve and grow. You know, I'm not satisfied with who I am and I, I, I'm always just trying to get better in, in, in so yeah. many different ways. And I feel like I'm the best version of myself I've ever been right now, but I also know that's on the tip of the iceberg. So it's all, always about challenging myself, stretching myself and my skills. Yeah. Um, really... I guess breaking barriers within myself and and just in general, yeah. and uh, and and just pushing forward, and and hopefully I can bring a lot of people on that journey with me. That's awesome, man. I think regardless of how big or small the goal is or the aspiration is, like to achieve any form of success in whatever you do, there needs to be a specific goal, and and it needs to be measurable, it needs to be reverse engineered, and there needs to be a clear pathway of how it's going to happen. When you're sitting down and you know. Um, writing down your journal, whatever it may be, you've, you've got some big, big goal that you want to work towards. Like what is your process um, in terms of setting that goal? Like whether it is reverse engineering, whether it's having the smaller goals along the way, like how does that look for you when you're mapping that out? Yeah, great question, man. And so, so you're right. I start, I do reverse engineer it because I always start with massive, big picture yep. inspiration that gets me excited. It's got to start with something Something big, something dramatic, something, something scary. Butterflies, yeah, something scary, something really that stirs me inside. I mean, I, I'm I run off a lot of intuition, and so like I feel a lot in my guts. And when I feel that passion start churning in my guts, I know I'm on. I know yeah. that I'll, I know that's a goal that I'll sacrifice for. I'll fight, you know, fight for. I'll fail and get back up for. That's the sort of goal that I I need to chase. If it's something that doesn't stir me, I just know that it's not worth chasing. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, as you know, dude, any big goal or big vision, it's going to fucking hurt. It's going to burn. You're going to lose. You're going to win. You're going to bleed, cry, sweat, all of those things. It's not going to be a pleasant journey the whole time. And so you've got to be prepped for that. And if you're not, you know, intrinsically motivated mm-hmm. by this thing, well, you, you need to pick another goal in my opinion. Yeah. So, so that's how I sort of start. And then I do, man, I work backwards and I milestone <laughs> it. And, uh, and timeline it and I set those smaller chunk goals towards the bigger goal um, and I review that every single day. So I've got the, the big picture view and then yep. it's the immediate touch points that I need to work on. And then at, even at a micro level, if I'm actually, you know, crunching down, I'm, I'm, you ask any of my team, I'm a, a Nazi in regards to um, time management. And so having a default diary, chunking out every half yeah. an hour of your day, breaking it down to the micro. It's great to have the macro, but when yeah. you're really digging in, in the trenches, I, um, I go to the micro as well. Yeah. I think it was, uh, might've been Brendan Bashar. I don't know if you've seen much of his content, but he, he talks about like, you know, 
he can tell straight away whether someone's serious about their goal purely by looking at their diary or like looking at their, their planner to see like what their day looks like and how specific they really are in terms of managing their time and their tasks and whatnot. I want to, I want to quickly touch on um, adversity. I think obviously, you know, everyone that's tuned in has gone, gone through some form of adversity um, over the past 12 to 18 months or at any point in their life. And I think regardless of how positive the individual is or, or how driven the person is, um, You'd be you'd be lying if you said that you know big failures and big disappointments don't don't get to you in some way or another. So when you do have those big setbacks, like what's your process of dealing with that and and moving forward and making sure that you stick the path and you know working towards those big scary goals like we touched on? Yeah, great question, man. I, look, I think that there's different extremes, and what's happened is a big extreme for a lot of people. And and, yeah. and look, man, I, I just want to say I feel. I feel for so many people right now. So many people are losing their businesses and, you know, losing family members or mm. they're just going through so much turmoil. So it's a, it, it is a crazy time. And I think, number one, you need perspective. Like you've really, you've got to try to reframe what's happening on so many different levels, depending how on how complex the problem actually is or the failure actually is. Yeah. Step back. And, uh, and you need to get perspective. I also think you need the ability to detach because if you are too emotionally involved in whatever's happening, then it will destroy you, mm. full stop. You have to have the ability to detach from what's happening in order to, to gain that perspective, yeah. but also to give yourself some peace. Um, because yeah. if, you, if you don't do that, you will be... Um, the victim to whatever's going on always and, and that's a really terrible place to live and unfortunately a lot of people you know they, they fall into that victim mentality they're stuck um, at the mercy of the situation yeah um, and they don't have the maybe the the mental capacity or the training in order to detach so I would I would really learn and educate myself on that as quick as I could in order to to do so yeah people often attach themselves to that story and and all of a sudden uh, wrap their, I guess, their whole identity around that story of mm. you know, the victim, the victim mentality, or or mm. the result instead of you know focusing on the the right now and what can be done and and yeah. and moving past it and moving forward. Hundred percent, man. And and I also, I mean, you're right. The, the internal dialogue starts to go off if you haven't trained yourself in order to control that. Yeah, you, it's going to control you. And yeah. what that looks like is we have a negative bias as humans and that negativity is just going to be pumping. You're you're not smart, you're dumb, you're a failure, you're fat, you're ugly, whatever. All these things. So whatever your situation is, it's amplified. And so one quick hack or tip that that really serves me when when I have something, a massive clusterfuck of some sort and I need to figure out a way to get through, you got to remember that a huge part of you getting through it is identifying as a person that can get through it, right? So if you identify as fragile or you're not good enough or whatever it is, you will be that thing. You will not move forward. You will just succumb and then dwell in the uncomfortable and the negative. So I find examples or role models of people that have either been through the exact thing that I'm dealing with and exceeded and overachieved and pushed on um or something worse and so i gain a lot of strength from that i'm I'm passionate about reading biographies and uh, and studying you know successful people and great people and you can just learn a lot from winners you know so everyone's going through something effed up right now and and if i'm talking entrepreneurs because you and me are and and i and i um 
and I want to help those people the most. You know, if you're an entrepreneur going through some pain and trouble right now, there's a lot of people that have lost it all and built it back yeah. and had some big struggles in life. And remember, no matter what happens, you could lose everything today and you can come back within 12 months bigger and better. Honestly, you can. So, you know, that, that helps me a lot when I uh, try to decode, I guess, myself and the strategy to move forward. I love that. Obviously, you and I are both um, pretty heavily into our into our training, um, and you know anyone that um, that is educated around training knows that you know going through a training block, a periodized block, you you get to a point where it's time for a deload. You, you get to a point where you reach diminishing returns. If you just keep pushing, 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 regardless of how motivated and driven you are, you're going to get to a point where the the results start to drop off. Unless you give your body and your mind a chance to recover. When it comes to the business side of things, I think to an extent that that's true as well when you reach that point where you feel like you're almost at that burnout stage or you just need to take a step back and give yourself some time like firstly is that something that you do or do you try and push through it and if you do take that time like what is your kind of go-to way of of stepping away from from everything and giving yourself a bit of um, fresh air before diving back in yeah hey man great question and i I think I mean we we evolve and we change a lot as we as we grow up and get old. I don't know I'm, I'm that old just yet, but I mean once when I started my business, I was like, no, no, I don't even need that. I'm just gonna be an absolute fucking sorry. savage, yeah. <laughs> savage and go through. I don't, I won't even sleep, whatever. But I think I've I've learned to appreciate sleep number one in a huge way. Yeah. <laughs> but I've also learned to appreciate just respecting those moments where I do need to deload and just mm-hmm. get my shit together for a moment. And, and how I do that currently is I've got a massive respect for, for breath work um, yeah. in a huge way. I, I've always found it a little bit hard to meditate the traditional way just because my brain's yep. so, so crazy all the time. But I find that breath work is really like a great active meditation um what so, style of what style of breath work do you do like is it something along the lines of like a wim hof um type breath work method is it like are you able to go into detail about what that kind of looks like i have done a little bit of uh wim hof but i have done also more like therapeutic breath breath work where yeah. you know laying down visualization mm-hmm. uh, different repetitions of breath in order to produce natural dmt etc so awesome i've done i've done a little bit of that I'm working with uh, with a legend up here on the Gold Coast at the moment, um, Alex Butchies. Is he does a, a bunch of uh, movement breath work as well, and and I guess really learning to to own the breath under pressure. Yep. So I'm, I'm just learning to respect breathing on so many different levels. And once you actually study a lot more about the breath, you know it can it can really help just so many different things in Shit life. Show. Yeah, right. Stress is just such a huge issue for so many of us. So. You know, that was a huge answer, but basically breathwork is a great way to do it. And I do breathing in the morning when I, yep. as soon as I feel a bit of anxiety, I get straight into breathing. I check myself. Yep. Um, and so that's a, a really huge thing for me as well. Also, man, I, I just love to, I mean, I love to go down the beach and I love yep. to just find a, a place that is calming and close my eyes and just medit- do a form of meditation on my vision. Yeah. I just like to think about where my future is going and who I'm going to be. And that helps me. I feel like it's, you know, still aiding in my growth and progression moving forward, but it is also a time to calm myself down and, and future pace. Shit, yeah, man. I don't know if you've, um, if you've already connected with him or not, but um, 
I'll have to connect you with uh, a mate of mine, Dino Gladson. He does a lot of um, breath work. He used to be on, uh, he was one of the big dogs on um, Bondi Rescue. Oh, and great. Now I've, yeah. um, I, was, I was fortunate enough to cross paths with him a few years ago and we've stayed in touch, but he's huge into the breath work and done some course, uh, created some courses along those lines and cool. just swears by it. He's, you know, he's been through some um, like tough times as well and he, he's um, just said how, how important that's been for him. So I'll have to connect you guys after, after we wrap up. Um, in terms of the business side of things, I know you touched on before in ter- you know, leading your staff and managing your staff and making sure that, that they're okay and they're in the right headspace as well. Um, you know, we touched on adversity before we hit record. We're talking about how even in terms of, of the gym locations that you've got, a number of those are going to have to, to close down. Like how, in terms of restructuring all that, how do you see that um, looking moving forward? And, you know, another question I was interested in asking you as well is like in terms of their physical gym location, is that something that you'll continue to explore moving forward or because of all this, are you now reconsidering whether or not you would be willing to invest in opening more of those locations? Yeah, and it's a massive question, man, and it's been on my mind for two years. You know, <laughs> like it's it's one of those it's one of those complicated things. We've got no, we really do not know what the hell is happening. This is the problem, right? Yeah. So if we had an understanding, yeah. then we could, you know, create a solution. So really what we're doing is predicting the future and, you know, they're, they're, we're listening to there's so much BS going around in the media and whatever, but we have to try to take what we can from that. We hear the new normal constantly being thrown out. Mm. I, do, I do think things are going to be different and uh, I'm optimistic that things aren't going to be terrible. That's yeah. for sure. And I think there will always be a place for, for centres and studios, etc. I really think that the big box centers are on their way out at a, at a okay. larger level. Yep. Cause I just think boutique own too. They have too much market share, mm-hmm. which obviously takes away from the capacity for large gyms to, to thrive and survive. Yeah. Um, and I, and for our model, you know, we're looking at ways to, to reduce expenses yeah. to be able to weather a storm of this magnitude again. Yep. Um, you know, when you go into a lockdown for two years and you have to look at rents and finance and a whole mm-hmm. bunch of other expenses that, you know, don't don't necessarily budge that much, it's um, it's a huge thing. So, you know, larger rents are, are then going to be an issue ongoing if that's going to be the case. So these, look, these are all the things we've been thinking about, planning and, and working on. We do have some uh, exciting plans for, for after this, which we're pumped about. I can't just right. tell you too much yet, but yeah. <laughs> we're working on some cool things. But we're also heavily pivoting with the online, um, yeah. online side. So we're working on um, some different equipment to, to implement at home, up-leveled you know, apps. And also, yeah, look into the future. Where else will fitness go? You know, yeah. there's, there's got to be another level past apps. There's got to be another yeah. level for home, for home workouts <laughs> and connection. And so I've been delving into that space a lot, coming up with some different, uh, some different plans. Mm. Fantastic, man. Yeah, it's almost been, oh, it's fair to say it's been, it's almost been forced, hasn't it? It's like almost forced progression of, of where the whole fitness industry is going. And, and yeah. um, I think, you know, someone like myself and you included, probably very fortunate to have had the, the online business or present side of things prior to this. Um, I mean, you can only imagine like how difficult it would be for some people that just had none of that um, prior, prior to all of this. 
Yeah. Is there is there anyone um, just moving moving away from all that stuff now? Is there is there anyone or anything that you kind of turn to for inspiration or motivation um, on a daily basis? Like, um, you know, obviously you're you're leading the way yourself, and people a lot of people look up to you. But I think it's fair to say, like everyone takes bits and pieces from 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 someone or something to to fur, to further better themselves. So, what does that look like for you? Is there certain books or people that you kind of take away value from their content? Absolutely. Look, I, I mean, I've got some great mentors. I've got, I mean, I get, I get inspiration from so many different places yep. at, different, at different times as well. You know, like I, I like to get specific with my inspiration. So, you know, if I'm in a real sales mindset, I'm going to look to the, to the absolute sales guns for inspiration. You yep. know, you look at Grant Cardone and, yep. and players like that. You know, I'm glad, in, he's, um, glad he said that. I was going to bring him up. Yeah, yeah, done a form. I love him. I love Grant Gardner. He's, he's an animal. Um, and so, you know, when you look at like emotional capacity and handling stress, you might look at Goggins or yeah. some other mentors like Sharon Pearson, who's a who's a Melbourne yeah uh, Mel, Melbourne guru down there. You know, she's she's an absolute beast. A huge, like a close friend of mine, but also a, a guru. So I love getting inspiration from her and and books as well. And um, and then even just images. You know, like I've yeah. got. I've got pictures of people that inspire me. Like you sort of, you got Jordan behind you there. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so in my office, I've got all of these uh, images of people that have done incredible things. Elon Musk, Jordan's up there. Kobe Bryant's up there. Uh, Trump's up there. Not, not all. You know, and I just want to point out that <laughs> not, not every uh, inspiration you have to like everything about every aspect of them yeah that's right you take you take certain characteristics mm-hmm. that you want and then you just disregard the rest you know yeah. so if you want like unshakable confidence and, and resilience you look at someone like trump if you want like <laughs> absolute obsession and grind you look at jordan and kobe bryant yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. you want massive that. massive vision and 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 the guts and determination to go for the impossible you look at elon musk yeah and so this is the way i look at my inspiration i like to segment and chunk yeah. and take on the characteristics that serve me and disregard the rest in terms of leading your your team and and any form of culture of, of an audience or, or or whatever, like I think knowing your values and the values that you you want those around you to envision um, as well is super important. Like particularly with your staff, is there specific values that you try and instill within the company within the business um, to make sure that everyone's on the same page? Yeah, well, look, I mean, with my companies, we always have a set of values that we hire by, fire by, live by. We've got a code of honor as well, mm-hmm. um, which is f- phrases or, or sayings that we all resonate with that help guide us. So we yep. use them almost like a compass in the business. Mm-hmm. And I mean, these are things like take responsibility. Um, these are things like embrace the uncomfortable, pressure is privilege, you know, things like that. And I think at a higher level, you know, simple values like respect is yeah. just so crucial, you know, respecting each other and, uh, and each other's point of view. And, and, and that's a huge foundational value that everyone should just get on board with. Not, not a lot of people do these days, but I think a lot of people should. And, uh, and I think if more of us evaluated what value, values and principles we want to live by, um, I think we would just run into less trouble and we would also attract better quality people for our mission and our lives in general. So, you know, I think it's a great question. I think it's something that we should all delve into deeper and I think you really need to get specific around it as well. 
Yeah, hundred percent. Before, mate, before we uh, move move uh, a bit closer to wrapping up, I wanted to ask you. You're obviously super passionate about what you do, and you help so many people. And and you know, I um I was actually talking to obviously you, you know my my partner Danielle, and we've also got a good mutual friend in Simon. And I was saying to Danielle the other day, it's guys like you and Simon who. And it's not just guys, but there's plenty of females as well. But like you, you come across people where you almost don't even need to say anything. You can kind of just, you can kind of feel the, the, um, the positivity and, and the, the vibe from someone. And it just, and it just spreads particularly in times like this. Like I've, I've spoken to so many people about how you could go down to a, a local cafe throughout lockdown and 99.9% of the people there are all just complaining about the same thing. And, and there's just, just negative vibes and it takes one person to spread that positivity or just be positive and, and it just lights everyone else up. Mm-hmm. In saying that, I've just completely fucking gone off topic there, but what's a question that, that you wish more people would ask you? And then at the same time, what's a question that you think or you would hope that more people would ask themselves? Mm, I've never had that question before. That's a good one. Nice. <laughs> Um, a question that I wish more people asked me, I think a question that I would like to be asked more is, I think this came up last night in a, in a, in a webinar I did around mindset with, uh, with some of my clients and, it, and it, the question was, you know, how are you, how are you always positive was the question okay and my and and why I, I thought that was a good question was because i needed to make a point that i'm not and yep. and most people aren't and i think that where a lot of people go wrong if they haven't done a lot of work on themselves is they look at people like you and me and sime etc and they think oh they're just they, these guys are just superhuman they're just always positive and and i and i said no we have feelings too we have ups and downs as well and, you know, we might feel awesome and positive 60% of the time fully. Yeah. Yep. But the rest of the time, we still show up, right? We still mm. step up in the face of not feeling so good. Yeah. Whether you feel like it or not, you still do your best. You still push through. You still, you still have a good conversation. You still try anyway. So, you know, the point of that was that, I want everyone to recognize that we aren't always positive and we're human as well. And we are all emotional creatures that have our chinks in the armor and our weaknesses and strengths. Mm-hmm. And some of us feel awesome 80% of the time, some of us 90, some of us 60, whatever. And it doesn't fucking matter to be honest. Yeah. What actually matters is, is your ability to understand that we all have a percentage of good and bad and we all have the opportunity to show up as a better version of ourselves in each of those moments and with more, you know, with more repetition and more, uh, more conditioning in that, the better you will become and until all of a sudden you rise to the occasion more often than you don't. And then I think that's where you evolve and grow. So big answer, but I think, that, um, yeah, I think that's a question that I'd like to, to go over with people more. Mate, that's incredible. That's a brilliant answer. Well done. <laughs> Hey, plus, <laughs> mate, um, mate, really appreciate your time today. Um, I'm looking forward to hopefully catching up in person at some point in the very near future. But, um, man, keep doing what you're doing. You're spreading so much positivity and helping so many people. And um, uh, like I said, I appreciate you coming on the show today. And I'm sure so many people have taken plenty of value away from our conversation, man. We'll have to do it again, uh, do it again very soon, 100%. 
Absolutely, man. It was an honor. And, uh, dude, you're killing it. You should be really proud of yourself, dude. You, you help a lot of people. And uh, hopefully we have a, a coffee at Dundas soon enough. It'll be good. 100%, man. No, much appreciated. And for everyone who's tuned in, we really appreciate that as well. Um, if you've taken some value away from today's conversation, which I'm sure you have, we'd love for you to take a screenshot of this episode on your phone, uh, put it up on your Instagram story for us, tag myself, tag Andy. You'll have the links to all his, show, uh, his socials and website and, and the book and the podcast and everything in the show notes below. Make sure you get around him and give him a follow if you're not already. Um, again, man, thank you. And thank you to everyone who has tuned in today. 